Yet I've been going through our options for our finances and our investments, and there's too many. Well, I think that's a good thing, provided you understand them and you have a guide that can take you through the process of understanding them, if you don't. Good thought. I know, right? Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. So we're welcoming you to another episode of Life's Inside Track. I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And we're excited because we get to come together with you and share techniques, thoughts, tips, tools, and truths that we all need, we all deserve. You, I, everyone. We can turn our house into home, our families thrive, and we live the best life possible. In this segment, we're going to consider where do you go to get advice to help position you financially? Now, often when we talk about finances, I find what happens, people think, well, you're just all about money. And we sometimes hear that, like, I don't know. I don't have a lot of money. Show me the money, honey. Right. Except it's not really about (laughs) that. It's not about whether you have a little or you have a lot. What the conversation is about is doing the best with what you've got. That's why we talk about money. And if we're going to talk Bible, which I wasn't going to do, but that resonates with me so loudly that money is talked about, I believe, more than any, over 2,000 times for sure, more than any other topic. Yes, it is. Because we knew, God knew. We'd struggle with this thing called money, and it would be a hard thing for us to navigate. So when we don't talk about it, because it's like it's almost like one of those taboo topics. It can be, especially if in your family, your family didn't talk about their wealth generation or their debts or their struggles. They they felt those were private and confidential, and the, the parents handled it, or sometimes even just one parent handled all the pressure. Well, it's still the case today. Lots of times today, that hasn't changed that much for some people. No, I'm people. not saying that. That's what I'm saying. In your family, it might be one person mm-hmm. handles all the financial details and the, mm-hmm. the worry, if they have worry around it, or the successes, and they don't tell anybody. They don't tell the kids because mm-hmm. it's private. I think he's got some attitude around that. What do you think? Well, we like to talk about the things that other people don't want to talk about. Well, if it's appropriate. (laughs) Not the inappropriate things, just the appropriate things. And so money is appropriate. Okay, I'm not going down that road right now. This is family show. So as far as the money goes, if you don't have a clear understanding of what to do, then a guide's the only way to go. We didn't have a clear understanding at the beginning. I mean, if you haven't listened to any of our other episodes, you won't know that we were completely messed up in the financial quadrants area of our life. And that's why we had to get some sense of understanding of it and some sense of control over it because it was, it's not like just because you don't control your money doesn't mean it doesn't control you. In fact, it controls you more. Yes. When you have no control over your money. So a guide was the only way we could navigate our way Mm. from squalor to making good use of what we had. So there were times where I did it. We did it. I did it on our own. Yeah. We made, you know, 
And I'm not saying all our decisions when we had a guide were great either, but we made some good decisions, made some bad decisions. I remember we bought some gold stock and you, I bought some gold stock and you gave me heck, it was like $500 or something. And the, the guy said, Oh, he called me back. I don't know, 30 days, 60 days later and go, Oh, they haven't found the gold yet, but we think it's good. And it's now a thousand dollars. Do you want to buy some more? And I said, no, actually I want to sell if it's a thousand dollars. Cause we doubled our money in a short period of time. So sometimes, he wasn't prepared for that. No, he wasn't. Cause he, and actually it became worth zero very, very quickly. We did get some money. No, no. Afterwards. Oh, afterward. Yeah. Yeah. yeah after we got our money out. Right. Yeah. We got our money out and then the bottom dropped out of it because they didn't strike gold. And so then it became worthless. So we don't tend to do a lot of those high risky investments. But when we were trying to find our way, we experimented with a lot of different things. We bought stocks Mm. and then we went to the bank. And the bank is a lot of times where people start because maybe you don't have a lot of money yet. And so you think, oh, it's not worth the time of a financial planner or wealth developer. We just need to figure out what to do with this little bit of money. And that can be true. You know, and we, so we started with the banks and we did some of their mutual funds, which had no fees attached, which we liked. There was no commission to do it. So we bought some of those. We bought some bank stocks and some different stocks online mm-hmm. and we did it ourselves. Now, that wasn't necessarily the best thing, but at least we were investing. Right. Getting started. I think, you know, and if you're already started and you're well down in your investment journey, hopefully you can still listen to this and pick up the odd tip of something you didn't do that you wish you had or something that you could pass on to something somebody else. Somebody else needs your help, even if you got it all together. Mm-hmm. Right. And so trying different things was the way we learned that. We actually didn't know very much, even when we thought we did. <laughs> well, we tried by trial and error, which is kind of nice because now you don't have to. And that's why we wrote the book, The Wealth Formula. So there's lots of different ways of getting your advice. Uh, reading is one. But you could go to the bank. You can do a financial planner. You could do a wealth manager. You could do um, what they call private banking. You can go to exempt market dealership. And people are, might be saying, well, what are all these things? Well, we're going to explain them in upcoming segments. And it's important to know that some of them you don't have access to until you have a significant amount of money, which kind of isn't fair. No, it isn't. But really. it's life. Yeah. So what do you think about that? If we go to the bank first, start putting some money, get a TFSA. You can also do self-directed. Which is kind of nice. Some people don't use TFSAs because TFSA is tax-free savings account because they think it can only go in a tax-free savings account at, you know, half a percent or something. But you can self-direct that into anything that you can put an RSP money into. Right. So the TFSA is, if you haven't got started, is really the best, one of the best places to start. Yeah, especially... If you are in a lower tax bracket, because it always bugs me when people say, oh, put money in RSPs. And I go, well, how much money do you make? 
Very little. Okay, then don't put it in an RSP yet. Save up that contribution room for when you're a high income earner and you can save a lot of tax. Right, because RSPs, and, and if you've been reading any financial books, you probably know this, but it took me years to catch this concept. So I'm going to belabor it for a minute, minute as your guide in this moment. And that is RSPs are just tax deferral. Yeah. It's not like tax exempt forever in a day. It's just tax exempt in this moment. Because yeah, when but you bring it when out, you bring you're, it out you're paying tax. Yeah. And so the nice thing is the growth is done tax free, which yeah. is the advantage. You know what I should do right now? I should do a disclaimer. We are not oh. financial planners. We're no. not licensed to sell anything. No, we don't sell nothing except real estate. <laughs> real estate. We're licensed to sell real estate. Um, but we're here just to talk about our life experience and Maybe some of the learning that we've done over the years will assist you in opening up questions and things to ask or people are looking for a guide. Really, that's what we're talking about in this show. So what I'm going to encourage you to do is write down your questions as you listen to this. If there's a term we've used that you don't understand and you're going, but I like the idea of what it, one of the things that Ken said, just write it down and write down what your question is because if and when you reach out to us, we can make sure you get in front of the right person to be your guide, depending on your question. Yeah. And maybe you just want to buy the wealth formula that yours truly wrote and go from there. So we're grateful to be partners moving forward in building wealth, wisdom, and worth. Sometimes the question I ask is, are the fees and then the inflation Killing the rate of return on my investment. They could be. I don't know. So we're excited that we've created for you free access to over 587 episodes where we share insider tips, making house home, building generational legacy, and even life exponential. And the great news is you get access to them from home, from the office, or on the go. So in this particular segment, we're going to discover where there are fees that are hidden. Where are they located and how do you uncover them? Yeah. Well, partially a financial planner might be a good step at this point because we talked about in the, in the previous episode around the banking or self doing yourself for investing. The next level might be a financial planner. And a lot of financial planners will work with someone that doesn't have a lot of net worth yet because they know that long term they're going to build wealth with you right. and earn more money in the future. Because most there's the odd financial planner that's paid a fee, but most of them are paid commission based on what you invest in. Right. Now, that may be upfront. There may be annual fees they get as long as you're staying invested in that mutual fund. Mm -hmm. And those fees that are paid out to your financial planner are part of the fees that you pay the management fee of the the thing. And that's where it's hidden. Right. You don't see it. And the problem is at the end of the day, you're told this rate of return, but it's not actually the rate of return that you get. 
It's the rate of the, sometimes, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes it's hidden. It sounds like it is, but it isn't. Or even if it is, how much greater is actually the rate of return because it's completely hidden and unknown to you, right? That's exactly it. And sometimes you can get an unmanaged fund, like an index fund, which is just an assortment of all the top companies. You own a certain percentage of all of them. And that typically has a very low or no maintenance or management fee because there is no management. Whereas if you're in a managed mutual fund, it needs to outperform the market significantly because they may be taking two, 3% in management fees, which part of it goes to pay your financial planner. Part of it goes to pay the people that are the brainchild around what stocks to buy, what companies to own. And that kind of thing. So that means if they net, say, say let's say 7% in a year, minus management fees, now we're at 4%. Could I have done better somewhere else? Right. Like just in a in an index fund, for instance. Right. Or- Be- because then inflation is robbing, in that case, First the fees and then inflation is robbing any yeah. increase, right? And, so and you're right just- now we have a double whammy because stock market's gone down, inflation is up. So a lot of people have lost money in their portfolios yeah. and inflation means that the money can't buy as much as it used to. Right. So we need, we need higher, like when we're running 8% in inflation, we need to run 10, 11, 12% in our portfolio to make up for it. So well, it's still growing. At least, and that's without a management fee coming off, because then you're still at zero. I know, it's a tricky wicket, eh, this It stuff? is. And so really the point of this is, you, like us, if you don't have a guide, you might want one. Like we've had guides at different phases of our, our life and at other phases we haven't. Some guides have been fantastic but and some have been terrible. Some have been about the fee and just selling us what they're earning the biggest commission on or looking at what the product did but not projecting as to how it might do well, down that's the, the road. Issue. Oh, this one got 20% last year. We should invest in it. And then it tanks. Like, so – you really need a guide that analyzes and knows what your goals are and will protect you by putting you in the right types of investments. Yeah, yeah that's scary, eh? Well, it, it kind of is because it's just, a, it's again, it's not about the large amount of money or the little bit of money. It's about just doing good with what you have because mm-hmm. otherwise I could just bury it under my mattress yeah. And be totally happy, but then inflation sure to get me. But at least I'm not going to lose any then. Yes, so, you are. You're guaranteed to lose. Well, inflation's guaranteed that you're going to lose if you put it in your mattress or you put it in a GIC in the bank at half a percent. You're guaranteed that you have a negative of right now, like seven and a half percent. Guaranteed, you're losing seven and a half percent in buying power, even though the amount says it's going up. Your buying power went down 7.5%. It's kind of scary, right? Well, you just got to know it. Right. So if you're a guide and you're listening going, I know so much more than you too. Well, that's a good (laughs) thing because this isn't what we do for a living. This is more like, let's be aware of where we need expert support, where we need expert help. So if you're a guide and you would like to connect with us 
And if we think you're a great guide, we might even interview you on the show. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, there's things like exempt market dealers, which they access products that aren't in the traditional mutual funds or whatever. Um, And we've had access to that. I know you invested in some recently. Well, Mm -hmm. recently, about nine months ago. Mm -hmm. What did you invest in? You tell me. You You help me. You know. The, The car yeah, the, the car auto loans, fund. the auto fund. Yeah, yes. okay, I do know. I just didn't <laughs> want to look like I don't know. Yeah, I do know. Yeah. Yes, I did, and it did well. Well, it's it's a it's kind of like a bond, and it's twelve mm-hmm. percent the venture, and it's paying out regularly every quarter. Now we decided to keep reinvesting the interest so that it actually income, gets a little right? higher mm-hmm. rate of return. Um, so there's things like that. But what we really want to do is open your mind to options so that you can go out, find a guide that matches what you need. Some of them sell life insurance, which is a good thing. You should all, if you have, if you have liabilities or if you have dependents, then you should have some life insurance. Right. There is the concept of self-funding. So that's a whole conversation if you have enough other assets and liquid money, you may decide you want to self-fund your insurance. That's a conversation for a financial planner as well. Yeah, and we thought that was a great idea. And then recently we had a meeting with our wealth manager. And he said, oh, actually would have been good if like 10 years ago we bought whole life insurance. It has tax benefits that would outweigh the cost. Now, not so much because we've reached that ripe age where whole life insurance is very expensive. Right. So there's, so you just basically want to have a strategy and then revisit your strategy, but you need a guide that you can trust in the process. So we have some great connections, or if you are one, like we're kind of saying both things here, mm-hmm. if you are great at what you do, certainly there is always more room to introduce you to the right clients because not all financial clients, mm-hmm. planners are meant for every client. Yeah. And we had a financial, yeah, we had a financial planner. And then for a while I did some self funding again. And then I lost some money in some Mm -hmm. certain areas. And then I was actually embarrassed to get help again. Right. Which was interesting. And for years a friend said, let me help you. Let me help you. Let me help you. And just recently we had that meeting with him. So the the challenge on this show that we're going to challenge you to is to seek help. If you don't have help, in building wealth, then reach out, find somebody, make some phone calls, do some interviews. And we can introduce you to some of our favorite people. Sure. And we want to thank you for the privilege of growing alongside you because we are passionate about helping us all be positioned for generational wealth. Yet, when is the best time to do tax and estate planning? Right now. Right in this very moment. Well, not quite. But certainly, we have a radio show to do right now. Right. So not quite <laughs> right now. However, now. So we're excited that for over 30 years, we've been able to come alongside you, helping families like over 3,117 times buy and sell real estate. But really, the joy has been coming alongside you to build your faith, build your fun, build your finances, and even strengthen and heal inside the relationships. 
I tripped. <laughs> but that's okay. okay if I trip because that's really what life is like, right? Even in the financial conversation that we're going to move into in a minute, it's common for us to trip up. Yes. And have to reset. So what we're going to look at in this segment, we're going to explore is really is a financial guide that is for fee better for you than one that is free up front mm. or is a free one better than one that you're paying it up front fee. Right. And so we've been asked that multiple times, mm, actually. Like all the time. You know, Ken, Yetta, do you have a financial planner that charges a fee but doesn't get paid commission? Well, that's Because they're we kind of worried yeah. that they might be guided in maybe the wrong direction based on compensation as opposed to best situation yeah, for I'm gonna, them. I'm going to unpack that a minute because mm -hmm. that's an area that I had a lot of trepidation and fear and and. Yeah, and I think it's one that we really under want to unpack a little bit. Compensation is from the perspective of the financial planner, because even if we weren't paying them anything, were they getting more money if they placed my money here versus them placing my money there? And it's sometimes what clients will even say to me in the real estate industry. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it just drives me bonkers, but that's because that's not the way we do our business. And they'll say, well, you want to sell me a more expensive house because you'll make more money or this one has higher commission for you. So you're, that's why you're not pushing this house. It's like, uh, no, I generally don't even know what's what until we've decided on the property because I want to keep my mind focused on you and in your best interest. So just because somebody's getting a commission doesn't mean they're focused on the money. Yeah. And I but, think that's the difference between a great financial planner mm -hmm. or a great real estate agent and one that's not so great right. is they have in mind how much money they're making as opposed to how much money or how well protected you are. Right. And, and that. And they, they exist. Great financial planners exist. They do. And at the end of the day, when they take care of you, they get paid anyway. The so money takes care of itself. The money does take care Especially of itself. Especially in referrals and growth of business. And, and repeat business and yeah, yeah, all and introductions, which is similar to referrals. But like when you do an introduction like this person, you got to talk to them. Like we just met a new client who, you know, they weren't interviewing. They weren't going to talk. Well, we do that a lot. But this was a recent one where they never even saw the house. But that we got the phone call saying, you need to help us. And I said, oh, what did our other clients say about us, this, 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 and this. And they said that we can't work with anybody else. And that's an introduction. And they didn't buy a big home, the first folks, but that's not the point. No. Right. And that's the same thing with a financial planner. Right? It's so easy to bring it into real estate because I live it. Can I, can you tell them a little passionate yeah. about this one? Yeah. So th there's some other types of financial planners, if we want to call them yeah. under the umbrella of that. But there's wealth financial managers, guidance, right? wealth managers, yeah. And some financial planners will do tax planning and they will do uh, estate planning. But many of them, that's not their expertise. Their expertise yeah. is to grow some financial wealth with you through through investing in mutuals or buy insurance or whatever. But a wealth manager, typically, that term is reserved for people that have more investment money. Maybe it's a hundred thousand. Maybe it's a million dollars. It's it's a more wealthy, affluent person that works with a wealth manager. And likewise, there's private banking. I don't know if you knew there was private banking. Private banking. 
just means that you're a higher level banker. You've got more cash sitting in the bank. You make larger transactions. Maybe you're a business owner and you can pick up the phone and you have a designated person that will move money for you. Just they recognize your voice. It's a different style of banking and you get preferential rates too. Like if you're borrowing, if you're uh, switching from Canadian to U.S., you're going to get a preferential U.S. conversion rate, right, as a private banker and access to different kind of lending. Right. Yeah. So those are kind of the two levels. And again, private banking, maybe 100 250 that you need to have in the bank. Some of them, it's millions before you get into their private banking section. So depending on where you are in your financial world, mm-hmm. There's different options for different folks, I guess, is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Right. And if you're thinking, well, you need to get in touch with somebody because you're in that position, but you didn't even really know it existed. I mean, a lot of this stuff was around when we could have had access to it, but we didn't know what we didn't know. Yeah. So right now we have a wealth manager mm-hmm. and he's done a complete analysis mm-hmm. of all of the resources we have and assets we own Mm -hmm. also done an analysis of where we could save more taxes by moving some things around where we could make money buying insurance where we could save money on fees by not having it in a certain area and it the the analysis over like the next year 20 years makes actually a million or two million dollars difference by making some adjustments now and they wanted to see our wheels to make sure we had the most efficient tax structure and the most efficient estate structure so the government doesn't get more than they deserve right well they'll still get lots so (laughs) it's just a matter of getting the right guide for you so if you're thinking i don't know what that is well, just you can email us. Like, we'll get you an introduction if you need an introduction. Again, we're going to put the disclaimer out there. We can't do it enough. We are not financial planners, and yet we have written the Wealth Formula book. So if you're thinking you want some basic knowledge and introduction, or you have people in your life that need access to that, mm-hmm. you can get a hold of the Wealth Formula book. What's the website? Uh, best thing is just email us or call oh, yeah, us and we'll true. ship it to you. Or we you will. can come and pick it up at the office. Come have a visit with us. Yeah, <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. So you can email us at together at deckerteam.com. Right. Now, the other thing is how do guides get paid? Like this is something that's good to understand. Mm-hmm. They could get a percentage of your mm-hmm. of your portfolio. Or whether it makes money or not, they might right. just say uh, my management fee is $1,000. Or, that's a or, flat sorry, fee. Or, that's a flat fee, sorry. Or mm-hmm. the 1% is what I was trying to say. Yeah. 1% of your asset portfolio that I manage. Right. And then what happens is, should happen, is if there's commission-based, that commission goes back into your portfolio because they've always really been paid. Right. Or there could be a flat fee, mm-hmm. which is where you, when you yep. set the 1000 I was that's thinking right. that's flat fee. Yep. You could pay hourly, mm-hmm. you know. And I think it's important, it could be on commission, it could be a retainer, but it's also important to work with a combination, like your financial planner, whether it's a wealth manager or private banking, they should work in relationship with your lawyer, your accountant, and your real estate agent, because real estate is a good part of any wealth portfolio is to have some real estate in it. Absolutely. 
I mean, that's where a lot of initial wealth is built, right? Is through real mm-hmm. estate. Mm-hmm. So we're excited that we get to like do this thing with you. Yeah, that's why we're honored to journey with you on building wealth in real estate and your life exponential. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward together with the Decker team.